Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from Rabbi Eli Kampfer. Let's listen in. In our prayers, we do not shy away from calling God directly by name, using the most holy four-letter name of God, although we don't pronounce it explicitly. What might this name mean, and what might it mean in the context of prayer? This week's parasha offers us a clue to understanding God's name, spelled yud heh After 20 years of living with Lavan without any contact from God, Yaakov finally hears the voice of God directly again. Hashem said to Yaakov, Return to the land of your ancestors and to your birthplace, and I will be Ehyeh with you. God speaks to Yaakov and promises to be with Yaakov on the journey back to Canaan. This is only the second use of the word Ehyeh in the Torah. Previously, God had said to Yitzchak to dwell in Canaan, and I will be with you, Ehyeh Genesis 26.3. A Midrash points out that Yaakov had been wondering where God's presence was in his life. Yaakov had doubts and thought, perhaps the Holy Blessed One has abandoned me. Tanchuma Buber Vayetze 21. But now God returns and declares, I will be with you. Imagine how Yaakov must have felt having God's presence back in his life. Notice the phrase Ehyeimach, which uses a word very similar to God's special name, Yudhevavhe. Now, Yudhevavhe is famously inscrutable, and we can't know for sure what it means. But there is one aspect of the name that seems clear. It is connected to the word Ehye. This has important implications for our understanding of God's name and our use of that name in prayer. Later, when God introduces God's self to Moshe in Exodus 3.13, Moshe asks, What is the name I shall tell the people? This is not really a request for information, but a request to know God intimately. In other words, Moshe is asking what God is, in essence. God responds, Exodus 3.14, Eheyeh asher Eheyeh, a name clearly etymologically connected to yud heh most likely a first-person conjugation of that word. What does this phrase Eheyeh asher Eheyeh mean? This is also famously difficult to translate, but I want to offer a contextual-based translation, which stems from the fact that every time the word Eheyeh is used in the Torah, it is always said by God and always connected with the idea of God being with people. Except in God's announcing God's name twice in Exodus 3.14, all other uses involve the relational preposition im, with. In fact, Two verses before God announces God's name as Eheyeh Asher Eheyeh, in response to Moshe's objection, Who am I to go to Pharaoh? God says to Moshe, I will be with you, ki Eheyeh In the dialogue following God's revelation of God's name as Eheyeh, God says, Exodus 4.12 and again in Exodus 4.15, Eheyeh Impicha, I will be with your mouth, the part of his body Moshe is nervous about. By contrast, People never say Ehyeh. It is a divine expression only. 
This relational understanding of the word Ehyeh is picked up in the rabbinic Midrash on this name of God. Ehyeh asher Ehyeh, Exodus 3.14, the Holy Blessed One said to Moshe, Go tell Israel, I was with you in this enslavement in Egypt, and I will be with you in the later enslavement by other kingdoms. Ani hayiti imachem v'ani imachem malchiot. Brachot 9b. From the Midrash, we see that this stance of being with is not limited to the exodus from Egypt. The repetition of the word ehiyeh in ehiyeh asher ehiyeh is significant. It indicates a constancy. There is something eternal about God's being with us in every exile. Perhaps that is why God uses the phrase ehiyeh imach with Yaakov as well. God will be with Yaakov as he sojourns in the exile of Lavan's home on his way home to Canaan. Now, if Ehiyeh is God's first person conjugation of the four letter name Yudhevavhe, then that name of God also must be understood to have an aspect of being with. And perhaps that is the reason this name is used in our blessing formula to the exclusion of all other names of God. Rav said, any bracha without mentioning the name Yudhevavhe is not a bracha. Brachot 40b. Rav tells us that we must use the name of Hashem in our liturgy, Yudhevavhe. Why? When we address God or say a blessing and use the name Yudhevavhe, we are subtly invoking the presence of God that is with us wherever we are. And if we have gone a while, perhaps years, without feeling that presence of God directly, perhaps we can also take comfort in the example of Yaakov. Yaakov went decades without feeling this presence, even though God had promised to be with Yaakov back when he started his journey to Lavan's house. And yet, eventually, God returned. The name of Hashem is therefore a critical part of the blessing formula and not a random choice of a name of God. It is a name that, in its very essence, implies God being with us. And it also offers hope that even when we don't experience God directly, God eventually returns to us. Shabbat Shalom. Our producers for this episode are Sam Greenberg and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chavinsky for editing this episode. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.